Sunday is a win-win for the Arizona Cardinals. What do I mean? Let's discuss it, man. You are Locked On Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Friday, Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On. AZ Cards, thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Today's episode, Locked On Cardinals, is brought to you by Price Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code all lowercase locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Now, I do want to take a second before discussing why. Sunday is a win-win for the Arizona Cardinals. It's very serious, and it's something that needs to be, you know, I wasn't planning on talking about this because I wasn't planning on having to talk about this. Joe Burrow's out for the year with a torn ligament in his in his stomach, okay? One of the best young quarterbacks this league has seen in recent memory. Super Bowl aspirations with that roster in Cincinnati. Gone in a second. And this is not a Kyler Murray appreciation, you know, you know, uh, position on this. But it's not not that either. You can always look at the future. Oh, they should probably draft a quarterback. Oh, they should trade Kyler Murray for draft picks so they can draft a quarterback. Oh, the future, the future, the future. It must be appreciated every day when your QB1 is healthy. And all of the, you know, all of the players on the Arizona Cardinals, obviously, like, this is purely from the avatar of how important a quarterback is to a football team, obviously. You never want any human being in the NFL to get hurt. Because remember, they are human beings. They're not just people that, you know, have you win your fantasy football league. But with Joe Burrow going out, it's a stark reminder to just appreciate every second that your stars and other players are healthy, namely quarterback because Joe Burrow's a quarterback, and I'm parlaying that or relaying that you know, to, to Kyler Murray here. And it seems obvious, well, duh, you want everybody to be healthy. That's not... Without a healthy quarterback, you ain't winning jack. So with Joe Burrow out for the year and Jake Browning coming in, their playoff dreams, their aspirations, all of this for this year, gone. More, you know, more likely than not. Gone. That's it. End of the year. The Cardinals probably have a better chance of making the playoffs than the Bengals do right now. And I'm not laughing about Joe Burrow getting injured. It's like, that's... The Cardinals are so lucky to have Kyler Murray back healthy. And it's something that just needed to be discussed for a couple of minutes here before I pivot to why Sunday is a win-win for the Cardinals. Are there more excuses allowed for this team now that Kyler Murray's played a week? And I'll discuss path to victory as I always do the last segment uh, on Lockdown Cardinals every Friday ahead of game day. Alex Lancy, Lockdown Cardinals, 
Um, I'm getting some more DMs from people about topic ideas. Thank you. Uh, thanks, everydayers. Thanks for hanging out. Um, I pride myself here on being open and honest, uh, imperfect, opinionated, um, not just for clicks like some think. I believe everything that I spew out of my aforementioned big dumb face. Uh, please go to the YouTube channel if you haven't already. Just hit the subscribe button, man. Turn notifications on. Even if you don't want to turn notifications on so you don't get an extra notification like we do in this world of ours now that, that are incessant, just hit the subscribe button. I'd appreciate it. Why is Sunday a win-win for the Arizona Cardinals? Because one of these teams has to lose. <laughs> and okay. Or, you know, they could tie. Okay, out. If you said that to yourself, you are punished for this podcast. Leave. One of these teams has to lose. And, like, with where we are with the Cardinals, where we are with the Texans, I talked yesterday about the existential crisis, or two days ago, because I uh, because it was crossover Thursday with John Hickman from Locked on Texas. If you haven't checked that out, great insight about the Texans organization with D'Amico Ryans and, and what they found to be their quarterback for the future in C.J. Stroud. With Houston drafting at 20 and the Cardinals drafting at four, there's two different ways to look at this. You want the Cardinals to lose, and this is just in a vacuum. Obviously, and I've said this multiple times, and I'll continue to say it. You, I want the Cardinals to win every game because that means you have something a lot stronger than maybe you thought you did when the season started, especially with Kyler Murray coming back and you know everybody coming back healthy, James Conner and Buda Baker and Jalen Thompson on the defensive side of the ball. But if the Cardinals lose, they stay in that top three, top four consideration for another week. But if they win... That drops Houston potentially down five or six spots because, as I mentioned, three day or two or three days ago, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve teams with four wins or five wins. Twelve teams. That's almost half the damn NFL. It's thirty-seven and a half percent of the NFL has four or five wins. So if the Cardinals win, Texans will drop back. So it's that whole, do you want to draft 7th and 13th or 4th and 22nd? That's a conversation for another day. But it's a win-win regardless because Kyler Murray's back. The Cardinals are on the right trajectory because Kyler Murray's back. And one of these teams has to lose. And I, I, I was thwarted this whole offseason. Like, well, when it gets to week 11... What are we going to be looking at? When the season started, everybody thought this was going to be like the Carolina and Chicago Bears game earlier this season. Like, well, Chicago's fighting against themselves here because they have both picks. Cardinals, same way. But it's it's a little bit more of a developed conversation between these two teams because the trajectory for these two teams, both are in a more positive direction than Chicago and Carolina at this point. Now, it changes quickly in the NFL all the time. Things change. But right now, going into Sunday, it's a win-win for the Arizona Cardinals. You hope that they play a little bit better offensively specifically than last week. It was rusty. You could tell. I mean, you can tell when, when there's offensive rust by the quarterback false starting on a play which rarely happens. So going into Sunday, 
they've put up a lot of they've given up a lot of points. They've given up a lot of points uh, this year. The Texans defense has the Tampa Bay and others. So this could be kind of a even though Texans defense is getting better with Jalen Petrie and Will Anderson, you know, they're 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 getting better and better. Young defense, new system with Jamico Ryan, things like that. This could be a party for Kyler Murray to, to come out and ball out. And remember, state of Texas, Kyler Murray is pretty good in the state of Texas. So my approach going into Sunday, and you do with it as you wish, you're adults. You know, you're you're allowed to think for yourself. My approach going into Sunday is this is popcorn. This is candy. This is, it doesn't matter what happens. All you want to see is Kyler Murray get better. This offense show its growth after a week. And the defense to continue fighting like it has been all year with, you know, lesser than talent, even though you're starting to see some young players come into their own. Are we in the no more excuses portion of the season? Have we got there with Kyler Murray back after one week? Or is there still a TBD on, okay, they should have it together more than they do now. I'll discuss a couple different topics as pertaining to that as we roll on here. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is great. I've never had more fun winning up to 25 times my money this football season. Okay. You can select two more players, pick more or less in their projected stats, and place your entry. With basketball season here, too, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League. Okay, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James, Travis Kelsey, a 10.5 combo of three-pointers made of receptions. You go to prize picks, you, you pick more or less than the projected number. If you string a bunch of them together, I believe it's six, you went up to 25 times your cheese, man. Go to pricepicks.com and use promo code, or sorry, go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Please, again, go to the YouTube channel and subscribe. Search Locked On Arizona Cardinals. Hit that subscribe button. Helps me out. I really appreciate it. Um, and thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being everydayers. Also, Locked On has launched its first ever, or the, the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for your 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Is it time for no more excuses for the Cardinals? Jonathan Gannon, 10 weeks into his coaching tenure. Drew Petsy, Nick Rallis, same. Younger players on defense. We've gotten a lot of reps at this point, the majority of them, except for Garrett Williams and B.J. Ojolari, who were both injured to start the season. B.J. Ojolari played. Garrett Williams did not. Both are starting, looks like, coming into their own uh, over the last couple of weeks. Offensively, battered offensive line with injuries. James Conner's back. Hollywood Brown and 
Kyler Murray starting trying to get on the same page again, which doesn't take much time. But you could tell, you know, timing was a little off. Kyler Murray hadn't played in almost a year. Is it time for no more excuses? I'm going to answer this in two parts. First, yes, with penalties. And I think that that's one thing where I've kind of, it was Josh Dobbs and it was Clayton Toon and it was a new offense and it was a new coach. And it was, you know, the talent wasn't there. Like there's so many things that are going against the Arizona Cardinals until Kyler Murray came back. And even now, because the, the roster isn't filled with talent like it needs to be to, to compete in, at a, you know, top tier NFL level. But the penalties I associated with players who shouldn't be playing at the NFL, that shouldn't be playing as meaningful, as many meaningful snaps as they are with the Cardinals at the NFL level, at least with the impact they're set to provide for a team like Marco Wilson, Control Clark. These guys shouldn't be CB1s or CB2s in this league without any help anywhere else in the cornerback room. Offensive line, pre-snap penalties, things like that, especially the pre-snap penalties on offense, that needs, that's got to go. And it's not, you know, zero penalties or it's a fail, but 100 plus yard penalties every week is, I mean, it's not every week, but, you know, last week, um, early in the season, it was the uh, personal foul penalties. There were a bunch of them. Remember, yeah, that was this year, uh, starting with Kazir White, week one, taking Sam Howell's head off. Jalen Thompson had one, I believe, in that game. DJ Humphreys had one early in the season, pulling a player off. Or Perry Johnson Jr. had one, pulling a player off a pile, uh, which you're not allowed to do. Um, so that's kind of subsided. They've harnessed their fire, which is good. But there's so many penalties, so many penalties, so many penalties just constantly that now it's time with Kyler Murray here. You're able to kind of calm everything down a little bit. There's some clear direction with your QB one back, James Conner back, things like that, that it's time to have that worked on. And this is a very fluid situation for the Cardinals. They're growing in front of our very eyes and it's not going to be perfect. It's going to be ugly at times. But this is how you redirect and substantiate yourself with a new direction, hopefully void or devoid of dysfunctionality. What does that mean? That's just a lot of words put together in a sentence. Sounds cool, but what the hell are you talking about? Cool. I'm here for you. They've just got to tighten the ship. They've got to tighten it up. That's it. And... We'll see. I'm not holding out that Kyler Murray is a reason for some of the pre-snap penalties going back to the Cliff Kingsbury days. I, I don't know. I just, we haven't seen it without it. So it's a TBD. But it's a new system. It's a new offense. Some new offense. It's a new center that Kyler Murray had played with. So, I mean, as pertaining to penalties, no more excuses. Yeah. Now until the rest of the season, that should be atop the triage list for Jonathan Gannon to fix on this roster and fix during game day, fix during practice. And I think you will. I think it's going to get, I think it'll get better. And that's going to be a point that I will discuss every week after each game. Where were the penalties or where were the penalties at? Just like turnovers. Um, the offense cannot put this defense is currently constructed in bad situations by going three and out because of a false start penalty 
on third and one, they got up to third and six, forcing them to punt. Like those are things that the offense needs to carry the weight on this year, carry the weight with this year, because the defense isn't in full capacity yet. Now, everything else, oh, they must win every game. They've got to do this. They've got to do this. The defense has to stop. The rest, it's still until 2024 when we really take a look. When we really hold weight and hold credence in how Jonathan Gannon's coaching. Is the defensive scheme working with Nick Rallis and Jonathan Gannon? Can Drew Petzing's offense elevate more so than just a half of football when adjustments need to be made at halftime to, you know, to keep the opposing defenses guessing? All of those things pushed off to 2024 like we knew they would be starting this season. People calling for Jonathan Gannon's header, Nick Rallis, it's asinine. It's not rational thought. No, Jonathan Gannon is not a bridge head coach. You think the first thing Monty Osfort was going to do as GM was hire a guy he's going to fire after a year? At least they didn't give him a seven-year deal like Carolina gave, I forget his name, uh, Matt Rule without coaching a day in the NFL, period. This is going to take some time. And if you've watched the Arizona Cardinals through this year, you've seen a lot more good than bad in important instances, in important, important topics. Not win-loss, but how this team is prepared every day, every game day, how they fight, it's completely different. And it's not, we've got to the point where it's not completely different just because it's dictionary different, dictionary definition different, because new head coach and new GM, it's different in a vacuum away from the past of this team. It's different. You can see Kyler Murray's bought in more than he's ever been. It's different. But it's going to take more than 17 games to completely overhaul how things have been run here for the last decade. It's going to take some time. One thing that is able to be fixed this year are the penalties. Like the the honeymoon phase of Jonathan Gannon being the new head coach is over. And now it's time to really see those actionables on game day. Got to cut down on penalties. Got to cut down on penalties. They There's, you know, clips of him talking about how, you know, this week that they've worked on that a lot this week from last week to this week. And to continue to do so, I'm sure. Got to see it on game day. That's one of the main things that I'll be looking at. And if you want to stick around for the next segment, past victory, this may get another little mention. Yeah, it's called a tease. Not really a tease because I told you I was going to talk about it again, but whatever. It's Friday. Alex Lanty locked on Cardinals, passed a victory for the Cardinals on Sunday in Houston against the Texans. Let's discuss next. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by DoorDash. So, DoorDash. I love it. It's easy. Go to the app. Search a restaurant in your city. See if it delivers. If it does, order the food. Have it hit your doorstep and continue on with your day. The beauty of DoorDash is it unlocks so many more restaurants than just the ones that typically deliver. You know, like pizza places, sub places sometimes, things like that. Um... Your favorite restaurant could be 
DoorDash friendly. I talk about uh, Postino and Julio's too every time I do this live read because two that don't traditionally deliver, that DoorDash has unlocked my ability to sit on my keister at home and get some of my favorite food delivered to me. Uh, what makes it even better is you can get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend 15 bucks or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and use code LOCKED23. Get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend 15 bucks or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23, subject to change, terms apply. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. I am Alex Clancy. I'm here every day for you. You can follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. You can like and subscribe to the YouTube channel by searching Locked on Arizona Cardinals. You can do all of those things. And... It's only going to get better. It is only going to get better. And the best part about going into Sunday, there is no, like, animosity is the wrong word. There is no buyer's remorse for what Monty Osifor did on draft day. Because the Cardinals and Texans are in a different portion of their existence Via the read the quarterback position. So it's not like the Cardinals, the Cardinals knew exactly who they were giving up when they traded back. They knew that Will Anderson was the pick at three. They would have either taken Will Anderson or trade back. They traded back to 12, got a 2024 first and a 2024 third for it. And the second round pick and their second round pick this year. Houston. And then Monty Osborne traded back up, got Paris Johnson Jr., didn't give up the first-round pick for next year, didn't give up the third-round pick for next year, and got their right tackle, maybe left tackle for the future, depending on how things shake out. And the Houston Texans got their quarterback for the future, which had no nothing to do with the Cardinals pick, and, one, and, and an edge rusher for the future that – is set to be potentially transcendent, even though the numbers, sack numbers specifically, don't show it. But if you watch him play, the dude's going to be special, Will Anderson Jr. Everybody won. Everybody won. And that's a fantastic thing that rarely happens in trades. Both sides got exactly what they wanted. And the Cardinals, could you could even say they won out because they didn't have to give up the first-round pick that they got in the trade back to move up six spots to draft their tackle that they wanted. There were reports that they were going to take it three. There were reports that he 100% wasn't going to make it to 12. Even though Broderick Jones has been very good for Pittsburgh, he's unleashed Najee Harris again, it seems like, from the left tackle position. But they, everybody won. And that is fantastic. Kumbaya. Bingo, bango, bongo. Everybody wins. Boom. Path to victory going into Sunday. Turnover battle, which is a little bit easier here. So, so go with me here. So with Kyler Murray back, I so I, what I used to say was the Cardinals have to win the turnover battle and they can't turn the ball over, which is an impossible task to ask for a backup quarterback who hadn't played football in a couple of years and Josh Dobbs, or save the, you know, the two games in Tennessee last year. 
and then Clayton Tune against Cleveland. But now you win the turnover battle and you have a little bit of leeway, kind of, for it not to be a proverbial death sentence if they do end up turning the ball over on offense. But winning the turnover battle, C.J. Stroud is a rookie quarterback. You saw a terrible throw that he made in the pick six against Cincinnati, and then he, of course, miraculously, with under a minute left, came down and marched down and won the damn game with a touchdown pass. But he is a rookie quarterback. If you get to him, you get in his kitchen, make him turn the ball over, that's a path to victory one. Penalties is two. And um, I mentioned it during the terrible tease where I just gave it away. Penalties. This is where the no excuses parts come in. You cannot continue to shoot yourself in the foot. In the grandiose way the Cardinals have done it. Because now, there's not expectation to win games. there, But there's not not expectation to win games. It's not like a, let's see if the Cardinals can compete for four quarters, put together a good effort, and maybe have a chance to win at the end of the game. Cardinals did 100% win on Sunday. Kyler Murray's the best player on the field. In Texas, they get a 100% win on Sunday. So you can't shoot yourself in the foot. And, well, they, you want to lose so they can tank. I want the Cardinals to win every single game. If they pick ninth and 24th, who cares? You've got your quarterback for the future. That means the offense is humming. I mean, the offensive line is doing its job. And the defense may be better than we expected with everybody healthy and the rookies and Garrett Wilson and, and, uh, and B.J. Ojolari playing up to the level. Zayvon Collins, I kind of knocked Zayvon Collins last week. Uh, pro football focus grade was good. It was in the 80s. And Kyler Murray's got to do something special. Kyler Murray's got to play well. Cardinals can't win if Kyler Murray doesn't play well. And for Kyler Murray, the funny part is the definition of playing well, there is no definition. It looks different. He could play well in different ways every week. He could throw the ball 35 times, rush once for seven yards on Sunday, and the Cardinals could win. He could have nine rushing yards, three designed, and six scrambles for chunk gains, score two rushing touchdowns, not throw a passing touchdown, and they win. Doesn't matter. Just let him eat. See what happens. He did it within the offense for the majority of the game last week, which is fantastic. It looks like the offense is coming naturally to him. It's going to get better and better and better, and the Cardinals are going to be in a position to win much more than they're going to be in a position to lose in perpetuity. If Kyler Murray's healthy, in my humblest of opinions, Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. I will talk to you on Monday.